I'm like, did you take some kind of meditation? You sound a little... Talk shit. <laughs> Recorded live. God, well, welcome to Prayer Warriors Needed, because Prayer Warriors are needed. And tonight we have a great night plan. We're looking at victory, fear in the enemy's eyes. Let's see, how do you put fear in the enemy's eyes? This is a book by Cindy Trim, The Prayer Warrior's Way, Strategies from Heaven for Intimate Communication with God. Pastor Cindy Trim, uh, Victory, Fear in the Enemy's Eyes, for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Matthew 6.13, He who overcomes and keeps my works until the end. To him I will give power over the nations. Wow. I hope that's a message for us, targeted individuals. I can't even say I hope. I got to believe, you know, it's the word of God. Again, he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him I will give power over the nations. Revelation 2.26. All right, tonight we're looking at Cindy Trim's book here. I'll be reading one of the chapters, not too long. Victory, fear in the enemy's eyes. Let's put fear in the enemy's eyes. They try to put fear in us. Let's reverse the curse. God, I just praise your holy name. Heavenly Father, I magnify, glorify your name. I thank you for the privilege of prayer, God. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for all you've done, all you're going to do. I thank you for every rescue you brought us through. I thank you, God, for my praying sisters, God. I ask you, Lord, to bless and keep them. I thank you, Lord, for my sister Elizabeth, my sister Anne, and my mother that's here, God. Delisa, Amy, Camille, Nancy, all the prayer warriors, Andrea, Heavenly Father, cover them from head to toe, God. Be with them. Let them have a blessed week. I ask that you open the windows of heaven. I ask that you put a shield of protection over each and every one of us, Heavenly Father, from head to toe. I ask you, God, to bind, rebuke, and send back to the pit of hell any plots and plans of the adversary. In the name of Jesus, may none of their plots and plans come into manifestation. May the supernatural power of the Most High God cover each and every one of us. I ask you, God, for a special prayer over my sister Anne, Heavenly Father. I come against that demonic attack, that electronic attack. I come against it in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus that that demon being has to get away from her. That, Lord, that she will be able to just continue to praise your name in the midst of whatever that demon tries to do. That demon must flee in the name of Jesus. God, that she will be able to say, Lord, I know that you are God above all gods, and no demon from the pit of hell can have more power than you. Lord, I praise your holy name. I magnify you. I glorify you. I exalt you, Lord. I call my nephews blessed, Heavenly Father Elijah Scott, blessed, covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. Any demonic attacks planned, planted, or to go near him, I come against it through the blood of Jesus I ask you, God, to resurrect his conscience, God. Break that demon spirit of dividing families. I plead the blood of Jesus that that boy will come and see his grandmother. In the name of Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus against every demonic attack on his conscience. I plead the blood of Jesus against every attack the demon may have to even try to make him a Manchurian candidate. I plead the blood of Jesus to bust it up, break it up. I'm calling warrior angels to bust that thing up. I plead the blood of Jesus that he will come and see his grandmother and be the man that you created to be. I plead the blood of Jesus over Elijah Scott and Haru Scott's lives, that they will be saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and will worship and praise your holy name. They will be men of God, that they're covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, and that they will be yielded into the kingdom of God. In the name of Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one on this line, their children and their grandchildren, that they will be covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, that there will be a calling on their life to serve you, God, that they will be the next generation that carry the banner of Jesus Christ. Lord, I praise you and I thank you, God, for the privilege of prayer. I thank you, God, for the privilege of coming together with my sisters here tonight to be edified in your word. I thank you, God, for Pastor Cindy Trim, 
her work that she's done to advance the kingdom of God. And I ask you, Lord, to bless this reading as we become edified in the word that she has put together uh, under a prayer warrior's way uh, with the title being Fear in the Enemy's Eyes. Lord, teach us to guide us, direct us to put fear in the enemy's eye. And, Lord, I ask you for a special blessing over that project we began, Elizabeth and I, Heavenly Father. I thank you, God, for each person you brought tonight together. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that great things can be done. The Word of God says you expect greater things. I ask you, Lord, to bless even Amy's project. Bless Amy and Ann and Gloria, Heavenly Father. Keep that group together to let them do something great out of that project. Bless them, Lord. Be with them. Direct them. Bless us, Heavenly Father. Again, Elizabeth, I, and, and um, our board, whatever members we have, each and every person, our volunteers, Lord. Watch over God. Protect us. And no, don't let no demon spirit come in between to try to divide or break up work, whether in the beginning, middle, or end stage. Let us be able to stand tall and move forward past any type of obstacles or division that the devil plots, let, the, let, let us be able to show the devil that he is the liar that he is and that we are moving onward, Christian soldiers, on and on for God. God, I praise you, and I ask you, God, to bless each and every one of us for this upcoming week. Guide us, direct us, Lord. Let this be a blessed week. Please, dear God, open the windows forever. I ask you, Heavenly Father, for a special blessing over that leasing situation I have that's coming to a near closure, God, put the right car there for my mother and I that you have for us, Heavenly Father. Direct my steps. Lead me to the right company, the right dealership. In the name of Jesus, bless these lawsuits. Bless these letters. Bless these resumes I have to get done, Lord. Cover them. Guide them. Guide my fingers, God. Keep that demon spirit of laziness and tiredness away from me and my mother. Lord, bless my mother and her going and coming. Watch over her. And I give you all the praise for her and the gift of longevity. God, I ask you to bless my Auntie Gwen, Heavenly Father, the 92-year-old in California. God, cover her from head to toe, Heavenly Father. And that young man that's watching over her, Marcus, God, please, get God, wake him up. Let that boy know she needs a phone, she needs a camera for security, and she needs that speech therapy. Lord, whatever demon is being possessing him to block these things for her, I call that demon shut down, sent back to the abyss, that she will get the desires, not desires, her needs, Heavenly Father, mainly for communication with my mother. Wake that boy up and turn that situation around, Heavenly Father. I ask you for divine intervention, Lord. Watch over her. And I thank you, God, for the gift of longevity. I thank you, God, for keeping her all these years. Lord, I praise you, magnify your name, and I ask you to bless this Bible, this prayer meeting, bless this Bible study, and bless everything that comes from worshiping you and um, praising your name. For we know when praises go up, blessings come down, and we receive the blessings. We receive the good, Heavenly Father, and every test that come before us, Heavenly Father, let us pass that test. Let us pass our test, God, so that we can be the men and women you created us to be. Let us meet the destiny that you created us for, God. Not the destiny that we decide over ourselves, but the destiny you created for us, Lord. God, cover us and protect us and give us the, the maturity and discipline to make the right decisions, Lord, in a very in, in a very tough time. Lord, I praise your holy name. I exalt you and I magnify your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Elizabeth? Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you and we praise your holy name. Lord, we ask that you heal and help her with her health, God, that she may overcome the demonic targeting inside her body, God. Lord, give her strength, perseverance to overcome the pain and the atrocities that she's going through. Lord, let us all in this room, and including Miriam's mom, Lord, let let us all be free from pain, God, targeted pain, 
pain that we would not be having. We live in the body of which you gave us, God, and that body is good. And all the things that we're feeling within our bodies are not of Christ. These are demonic tortures. And, Lord, we ask that you would just come into our bodies and have your way, God. Give us healing deliverance from pain and constant struggle. Lord, we ask that you bless the work that we are doing to try to expose these crimes and to to prevail and to prevail over the works that the devil has in store for us. Let let his works be sent back to the pits of hell of which it came, the blacklisting, the targeting, the gang stalking. Lord, we just ask that you give us give us give us presence over all of these types of inhumane crimes, God. Lord, we know that you gave us a, a mentality to be able to take care of ourselves. You taught us to read, write, have common sense. And Lord, we just ask that you just prevail in everything that you gave us from the day we were born. Before we were even in the womb, God, let us be able to utilize the body parts and the the mental stability that you gave us. Let us be able to use it freely without interference from demonic tactics. Lord, we know that you are the Alpha and the Omega, the King of Kings and the Prince of Princes. And Lord, it is in you of whom we trust. Lord, we stand on your word. Lord, we stand faithfully on your word. Lord, we ask that you give us direction and in our works and um, what you want us to do that would be um, beneficial to our goal, God. So we just want you to guide our thoughts, guide our footsteps, and we thank you for um, blessing us with the understanding that we can do this. It's it's a no-brainer. And Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for giving us that knowledge that this is something we should have done a long time ago, you know. And, and Lord, we just thank you for bringing it to the light today. And, Lord, we know that you are in control. And, Lord, we follow you wholeheartedly. Lord, I just thank you for all that you're doing. I thank you for what you've done. And above all, I thank you for what you're going to do. And, Lord, just continue to bless us, God. And we, we repent of all of our sins, those that we know of and those that we know not. And I have to say that, Lord, because, you know, you, you wonder why you became targeted. And why, you know, we wonder why we became targeted. We know we've done nothing, God. And, nothing but just be virtuous women. And, Lord, we just ask that you just come and have your way and anything that we have thought that was not like you, God, we just ask that you just have your way. You know, and just the words that I spoke a couple days ago about suing somebody, Lord, please forgive me for that because you you guide me and you know that was just said out of anger. And, Lord, I thank you for giving me enough common sense to know better, and um, I thank you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I give praise and thanks. Amen. 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 Thank you. That was beautiful and darling. Father God, in Jesus' name, I pray, Father. I pray for Elizabeth and Marriage Project, thank you, Father, for moving that forward. Invest their project in every way and make sure that they're successful, Father. Father, invest our project as well with Amy and with Gloria, Father. Let us move forward, Father, and bless us in every way, Father, that our projects are 
projects are very successful and it brings about, Father, what you would have us do in our assignments, Father, and anything else you may have for us, Father. Please bless us, Father, as we continue on, Father, bless all prayer warriors on this call, Father, and those who may not be in attendance, Father, bless all of us. Please continue to bless our families, Father, and show them the way, Father, that they may have assignments as well that you would have them to complete, Father. Father, please continue to bless us. In Jesus' name, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Amen, man. Thank you. Mommy's going to pray. Praise the Lord, Heavenly Father. I come before thee to thank you for another day that you have given us. Not just me, but all the people of God and those that are not saved, save them tonight, Lord. Touch them. Glory to God. Have them to glorify your name and praise thee. We thank you, God, for another day that you have given us where we came through and we will continue praying to you, Lord. Bless us individually and collectively. The unsaved and the saved. Bless the unsaved, Lord. We do a special prayer tonight. In the name of Jesus, we know that the way of the Lord is the real way of life. We're not walking with God. We're wasting time. Help us and help our friends and enemies of people that we don't know to come to Jesus tonight in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. I thank you, Lord, for those flowers that you put there. Every time I see those flowers, I pray. I think I ask uh, I ask God to bless each and every leaf of prayer, just like you bless every person in the name that needs the Lord and that have having problems. Bring them to Jesus. Push them. Anoint them. And bless our family. Bless our friends. Bless even our enemy. Bring them to God in Jesus' name. Bless the little children, Lord. Help them, Lord, to come to thee. Pray. Let us Pray for them, the little children, Lord. Help them to come to, to be saved and be, and come to the Lord. We glorify you. Bless Miriam. Bless her friends. Bless the saved ones and bless the unsaved ones. Help us, Lord, to con- congregate ourselves in the Spirit of God daily. Daily we want to pray to you, Lord. Ask you, Lord, you know where the need and the emergency are. We want you, Heavenly Father, to help us, Lord. Threaten us. Threaten those that are weak. Threaten those that need the Lord. In the name of the Father, the family, the friends, each and every one, Lord. Bless them individually and collectively. Bless my mother. Bless my family. Hallelujah. Bless the unsaved tonight, Lord. Help them. Guide them. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Bless the little children. Bless the unborn, those that are going to be born, bless them, anoint them, anoint them from the, uh, the head to the toe, Lord, the whole body. Glory to God, I come to give you thanks one more time today for the day that you have given us. You have blessed us. You have taught us the way, the way of salvation. Not my will, but thy will be done in our lives, Lord. In Jesus' name, we ask you to continue anointing us as we go to bed. We pray to God. We ask God to bless us individually and collectively. You know those that are in need, those that know how to pray. Bless them, anoint them. In Jesus' name, bless Miriam. Guide her. Continue to guide her and strengthen her. Help her to continue to pray for those in need. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. The prayer warriors way victory victory fear in the enemy's eyes for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen Matthew six thirteen. he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end 
You hear that, T.I.? He who overcomes, overcome this sick program, and keep my and keeps my work and follow God's work until the end. To him I will give power over the nations. Revelations two twenty six. Thank God for your word, Lord. Okay. Yeah. As the bus boycott in Montgomery, Alabama was beginning to garner national attention. I'm sorry, did somebody want to say something? Okay. As the bus boycott in Montgomery, Alabama was beginning to garner national attention in 1956, Martin Luther King Jr. was just settling into bed after a long, hard day. His wife, Coretta, was already asleep. Just then the phone rang. He picked it up without thinking of the hour to, uh, without thinking of the hour, uh, listen, we, it's, uh, the phone said, listen, we've taken all we want from you. Before next week, you'll be sorry you ever came to Montgomery. Dr. King was speechless, but it didn't matter. The line had already gone dead. Settling the receiver back into its cradle, he felt the fear and tension of all of the previous months of battle for respect and civil rights well up in his throat. He heard such threats before, but now it was as if the weight of all of them came crashing down on him at once. There was no going back to sleep. His heart was in turmoil. Eventually, he found himself in the kitchen where he heated up a pot of coffee, but after pouring the cup of coffee, it just sat there untouched before him on the table. His thoughts wandered to his infant daughter sleeping in the next room. For the sake of her gentle little smile and the safety of his family, was there a way to get out of this movement before things got ugly? That's like saying, is there a way to get out the TI program? Could could he really ask his family to go through this kind of madness day in and day out for who knew how long could he risk losing them or them losing him something inside of him said you can't call on daddy now you can't even call on mama you've got to call on that something in that person that your daddy used to tell you about that power that can make a way out of no way. He bowed his head into his hands at the kitchen table, and he prayed, Lord, I'm down here trying to do what's right. Mm, I think I'm right. I'm here taking a stand for what I believe is right. But, Lord, I must confess, confess that I'm weak now. I'm faltering. I'm losing my courage. Now I'm afraid, Lord. And I can't let the people see me like this because if they see me weak and losing my courage, they will begin to get weak. The people are looking to me for leadership, Lord. And if I stand before them without strength and courage, they too will falter. I am at the end of my powers. I have nothing left. I've come to the point where I can't face it alone. And then almost immediately from within himself, he heard, Martin Luther, stand up for righteousness. You hear that, T.I.? Stand up for righteousness. Stand up for justice. Stand up for truth. And lo, I will be with you even until the end of the world. The presence of God filled that quaint little kitchen, and with it came the strength to push on. Fear disappeared in the presence of God's perfect love. Three nights later, as Dr. King was at a Monday evening prayer meeting, his wife and a friend from the church who was sitting with her, her, sitting with her heard a thump on the porch of the King home. It sounded like someone had thrown a brick at the front door, and then an explosion boomed as the bomb ignited on the porch. Now, you know, we think we're going through something. Right? Now, that's some stuff. you fighting for civil rights, and they throwing bombs at your house. Mm. It sounded like someone All right. It sounded like someone had thrown a brick at the front door and then an explosion boomed as the bomb ignited on the porch. 
When Dr. King heard of the incident, he rushed home to find an angry crowd formed in his front yard. As African Americans and police seemed at the point of of forming, sorry, excuse me, forming battle lines, opening fire upon one another. The air was thick with the tension of distrust and the desire for blood to avenge this attack on Dr. King and his family. Even if those they attacked had little to do with what happened, racial differences was justification enough for many in the crowd. After Dr. King was able to verify no one in his home had been hurt, he emerged onto the blackened porch to address the crowd. We believe in law and order. Don't get panicky. Don't do anything panicky at all. Don't get your weapons. He who lives by the sword will perish by the sword. Remember, that is what God said. We are not advocating violence. We want to love our enemies. We want you to love our enemies. Be good to them. Love them and let them know you love them. Mm. That's a big person, boy. Mm. I did not start this boycott. I was asked by you to serve as your spokesman. I wanted known the length and breadth of this land that if I am stopped, this movement will not stop. If I'm stopped, our work will not stop. For what we're doing is right. What we are doing is just, and God is with us. You know, I just thank God. I don't know how I came across this chapter, but, you know, each of us are working on civil rights, human rights projects. And I guess this was a matter of encouragement for us, um, you know, what he went through when he did his projects, and, you know, just thank God for him. Just as in the Sunday morning address, he heard voices here and there in the crowd assuring him that they were with him and there would be no violence. Tensions tensions were almost instantly, and the crowd began to disperse. Had Dr. King not heard those words in his kitchen a few nights earlier, would things have gone differently? When his home was attacked, the fight of that civil rights leader might have ended that night instead of years later as the battle was nearly won. Had he not heard those words in prayer that night, who knows how different our world might be today? What words should you be hearing from God to change your world again? What words should you be hearing from God to change your world, your nation, your city? How much are you willing to lay on the line that God's kingdom might manifest in your midst? It is one thing to preach the gospel in our congregations and see people come to know Jesus, and it is quite another to bring salvation in its very aspect to our neighborhoods and communities. To truly establish the kingdom of God on the earth is likely to take concentrated lifetimes. However, if we apply the diligence of a William Wilberforce or a Dr. King, God will let us see victories, major victories in our lifetimes. Are we willing to pay the price in time spent in prayer to see these things happen? Yeah. Will we do today? Yeah, yeah. It's about, you know, you got to pray in conjunction to doing. Will we do today what is necessary for our children Mm-mm-mm. to live in a better tomorrow again? Will we do today what is necessary for our children to live in a better tomorrow? Oh. In a world Mm-hmm. Huh? I said, hallelujah. I'm just thinking about all the things I'm going to do within the next 30 days. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. In a world often filled with corruption and hatred, we have a great deal of work to do for God's will to be available to all. The call for social justice as well as A renewed transformational empowerment of the gospel message is crucial for the course correction needed. Certainly we must hold forth the full gospel of Jesus Christ 
and the power of what he did on the cross as the doorway to the kingdom of God. But it is, but is it enough for people to just stumble across the portal and see the kingdom of heaven? Should we not also take hold of all of the salvation means and enter into it as well? See John 3.3. 3. It will take the daily prayers of dedicated Christians everywhere for the body of Christ to become the catalyst for positive change Jesus has called it to be. It is from manifested bubbles of God's presence which are invited to the truth through prayer that the kingdom of God becomes evident within our lives to touch the lives of others. Those manifestations of his presence are where we receive vision from heaven of how things should be. And as we meditate on things, God downloads into our spirits his divine strategies, wisdom, and inner resolve grow in our lives. These enable us to walk walk out his plans in the earth for accomplishing his purpose and calling for our lives. It is one thing to hear from heaven, but will we do what it takes to walk our mission and assignments each and every day? Jesus never said that we would be judged by what we say we believe, but by the fruits of the actions dictated by what we truly believe. See Matthew seven fifteen. As Andrew Murray taught, there can be no idle, unpraying hands if the harvest is to be is to be gathered. Every believer is a laborer. As God's children, we have been redeemed for service. And we have our work waiting. It must be our prayer that the Lord will fill all his people with the spirit of devotion so that no one may be found standing idle in the vineyard. Wherever there is a complaint about the lack of of fit helpers for God's work, prayer has the promise of a supply. From discipline and wise strategy come victory, both on the battlefield and in the overall war. If we are properly plugging into prayer and hearing God's voice in relation to each day, we're plugging into the kingdom, power, and glory that are forever God's alone. Mm. Making faithful self-sacrifice by laying aside ourselves and praying for others. This leads to promotion, greater mission, and more. And more profound influence. This is our victory in Him. How we walk in that victory determines the legacy we leave for the next generation. Being all God has called you to be begins and ends in prayer. Again, being all God has called you to be, it begins and ends in prayer. It is in hearing from heaven. It is into plugging into the big conversation that's God's will for the earth today. It will be communicated to his people and put into action. Are you part of the fight to manifest God's kingdom of wholeness, freedom, and sufficiency? Are you a spreader of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit, Romans fourteen seventeen, for every race, creed, culture, and community? It is my firm conviction that God has big plans for us. And is waiting. He is literally waiting. He's literally knocking at the door, Revelation 3.21, in order to meet with us and talk about our future and what we need to do today to prepare for it. Ooh, somebody's phone. Somebody's phone, please. Oh, I'm Spend sorry. Time in- okay. Spend time in prayer today. Spend time in prayer today, exercising your spiritual senses and learning to discern God's voice. The world is waiting for the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. See Romans 8:19. It is time for us to step up and be the emissaries of God's goodness. It won't be easy, but guess what? It will be worth it. We have God's word on it. It's time to unleash his kingdom so all of humanity will know the power of love and wisdom as it is manifested in the lives of those who belong to him. The renewal 
of the church will depend on the renewal of our prayer life. The powers of the world to come are at our disposal if we will make time for quiet hours for fellowship and communion with God, with Jesus in prayer, which is our Lord's supreme yearning desire. Okay. That's it. Yep, that's it. So, yes, we took a look at the prayer warrior's way, and this chapter is called Victory. And she gave a great analogy with uh, Dr. King and some of his strides and things he went through bombing his house. She was telling us the fight for righteousness on this earth basically is not going to be easy. She gave, that was just meant for us, especially each of us working on different human rights projects. God, I don't know. I just, I mean, I'm not at my, my books. The book I wanted to read is not even here, but I had this book, and I thank God for that. We needed that chapter. It lets us know human rights work is part of God's, God's plan for righteousness on this earth. This chapter let us know it may become hard. They bomb that man's house. You know, they do horrific things. They electronically assault us. Isn't it? But they, she, that well, the word of God says stand tall when you know you're doing the right thing. And most importantly, it said stand tall because it is the thing for the next generation. If we don't do our share, guess what? It doesn't get done. The next generation, the next it's uh, it's going to take a generation to say that's it. That's it. We're tired. This T.I. problem, this got to go. If it's not this generation, it's going to be the next. Somebody God's going to use. Let it be this generation. God, I thank you for all the work you have each one of us doing, Heavenly Father. In Dr. King's work, yes. our work, Heavenly Father. God, I just thank you for the privilege to be lined up to, to be on the righteous side, Lord. to be doing the work of God, Heavenly Father. I ask you, God, to bless us. Bless us, God. Bless these initiatives in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father, that we can do something to make the life easier for somebody going that's targeted, that's going through this horrific program. God, open the windows of heaven to turn this curse into a blessing, Lord. Lord, I know you can do it, Lord. Lord, I ask you to let those rest in peace that have been taken from us. Lord, bless Elizabeth's mother in the name of Jesus. May she rest in peace. Bless Myra Snyder, my sister, in the name of Jesus, that she can rest in peace. Bless John Snyder, my father, that he can rest in peace. Bless Elizabeth's uh, sister. May she rest in peace. My Uncle Harry, all of those that have gone, God, may you let them rest in peace, Lord. Lord, let let their work of good on this earth carry on forever, Heavenly Father. Let their legacy stand. God, I ask you for a special protection over us, this praying group right here, Lord. Lord, that you cover us from head to toe, and when our time to go, please, dear Lord, don't let us go under anything associated with eugenics. In the name of Jesus, I put a special prayer and blessing over Anne. God, that you can use Anne to be a miracle to those demons. Let them demons know that no weapon formed against her will prosper that she is a child of God, Heavenly Father, and you are covering her, and I thank you and I praise you for such. Lord, I ask you to cover Elizabeth, my mother, and me, these praying people right here, Lord, a special prayer to cover us, open the windows of heaven, God, keep the blessings coming in, keep the test that you have for us, let us pass the test, Lord. Cover us, God, that we will not be taken out over any eugenic program, any eugenic plotting, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we pray for those eugenicists that are sick, that are manifested in evil, planning and plotting ways to induce people into sickness, to disable innocent people and babies. God, I pray for them in the name of Jesus, God, that your will be done on their lives. I stand on your word that says vengeance is mine and pray for your enemies. So I pray that the vengeance in the Bible, according to God's will, be able to teach these people, Lord, that God is all sovereign, God is all powerful, that they cannot continue to do what they're doing. I come against every program they every program they have. I plead the blood of Jesus, Heavenly Father, against eugenics. I plead the blood of Jesus against domestic terrorism. 
I plead the blood of Jesus against bio-warfare, chemical warfare, defraud, inoculation, electronic torture, all invisible crimes that have been that have been premeditated using demonic forces. I plead the blood of Jesus against it in the in the spiritual realm to break it up, destroy it, let it have no power on earth. In the name of Jesus, that God's people will be covered by the blood of Jesus. I bind up every demon thought that brought those programs into manifestation. I plead the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus is against those thoughts that brought that stuff onto the earthly realm. I stand on God's word that he is the God of miracles. He's the God all-powerful. And I come against demonism that would give those thoughts and the demons that would fund the manifestation of those thoughts in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus against it. I plead the blood of Jesus of all those types of demon plots and plans coming into the earthly realm. I send them back to the abyss, to the pit of hell they came from. And I plead the blood of Jesus of particularly over our vulnerable populations, our elderly and our babies, that they be covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. That a special, a special God of, of, of protection will be over them in the name of Jesus. That no matter what they plotted from the pit of hell, that it will not affect God's people in a special coverage over our elderly and our babies. God, I praise your name. I ask you to direct our path, God. We know, Heavenly Father, it can be done. These programs came from the abyss, and we thank you, God, for the privilege to be able to use the blood of Jesus to send these programs back to the abyss that they came from in the name of Jesus. And every program, I'm thinking they have some secret knowledge over regular people, Lord. Let them be exposed. And let them, God, give them a spirit of repentance in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, I thank you yes. and I praise you. God, I give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 That was all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had to really, you know, you start to think about it. You know, this had to be some, some <sighs> deep, dark, Thinking, you know, to manifest programs like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're on my shoulder. They, they probably, oh, God. Oh, I hate it. You, you ever tried Tiger Bomb? Tiger Bomb pretty good, too, now. I just need to take two ibuprofen. It'll go away. That's all, but I'm yeah, prescription. You I are right about that. I, I this program in ibuprofen. Girl, my legs started back up. I was like, let me pop the two of these pills. Girl, that made a difference. Mm-hmm. I got and some ibuprofen. Of codeine, but I don't like taking codeine, you know. I don't want nothing that's going to put me to sleep. I don't like no mind-altering anything. If it's mind-altering, I don't want it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, that was a beautiful prayer. Very, very nice. Very, very nice. Well, yeah. I'm, glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad I was, you know, I, it was inspired by this, you know, that Cindy Trim. This is Strategies for, from Heaven, Intimate Communication with God. You know, just reading that little thing on Dr. King and what he went through, you know, I didn't even plan on that. But, you know, it was just meant for us because we're each doing this human rights project. And, you know, it was to let us know that, you know, we, we the strength comes from God. So, look, again, I said, Lord, I'm going to say a special prayer, Elizabeth, as you go back into this list, things is driving. May you be covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. I don't care what plot and plan come against, whatever may be in the atmosphere to come against you. 
it is binded, rebuked, sent back to the pit of hell that it came from, that you will have a successful week and a safe week, and you will make the, all the money that you need to make to get you over to do whatever God's work, whatever work God has you to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Yes. Girl, as soon as you said as soon as you set foot in that car, girl, you ask for travel and mercy, and you anoint that car if you have to, because these people are sick. <laughs> yeah, well, I, as soon as I, I get my... That's mm-hmm. what I do. Mm-hmm. Ask for travel and mercy, you know, and I God cover us from head to toe. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm going to get I'm off like, this phone, girl. Oh, Lisa just came. Lisa, you came late, but I'm glad you came. Hi, Lisa. Hello. Hello. All right, baby. Lisa, you want to say a little prayer? Well, you want uh, me to pray? No, I don't really. Did you just come now? No, I came a couple of minutes ago when you were doing your sermon. When I was reading? Yeah. Well, that ain't no sermon. That's a reading, huh? All right. Lisa, you was praying before. What happened? Come on, baby. I want you to pray. Okay, God, please okay. give me give me out of this program. I've been in it for 20 right, something well, well, years. Well, 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 and please do not. You know how to pray, Lisa. You got to praise him first. You know, give him on him okay. praise. And, you know, well, you, Lord, we don't want it. We don't I've been in this program. <laughs> I'm sick of it. <laughs> I wish that you would get me out of it, my child, because they're generational slavers, and I'm sick of it. So if you could do that, I appreciate it. Amen. There. Lisa, but you didn't praise his name. You didn't thank him for the land of the living. For all you've done in the past, every rescue you brought me for getting me out the hospital safely. Come on now, Lisa. Let's go now. Daddy was a minister. God, Lisa, got to give him praise. Remember, Lisa, when praises go up, blessings come down. We can't. We don't serve a God when we just do begging. Yeah, that's true. You that's know, true. Yeah, Lisa, you got to you know, magnify him, you know? Thank you. You want him to hear your prayers? Come on, Lisa, you know your, your father was a minister, baby. Come on, just praise him a little bit, Lisa. Go ahead. <laughs> Praise you, please free me. <laughs> we gonna have to pray for her. <laughs> yeah, Lisa, we gotta pray for you. Girl. We gonna pray, we gotta for, pray for, for real. They're taking your organs out in the hospital, okay? And you know. You know, God brought you no matter no matter how you I know you may be upset. I just said, "Pray me." That's I just a simple prayer. Yeah. What about why should He free you if you're not thanking Him for what He's done for you already? I said, "Praise me, praise you, and free me, please." I don't know. That's not poetic, but I just said it. You know, that was a prayer. All right, all right. Thank you. Amen. It's better than before. Better than before, Lisa, you used to not pray, so I thank God for that, you know. Yeah, don't up and, and you got to pray for your son. I keep telling you, you better, start, you know. I, I start did that. I said, please free me and my son. In the morning, Lisa, when he's leaving out that door, let him think you crazy. Go get your olive oil and put your, in the name of Jesus, anoint him, girl. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, he needs to see you, you know. He needs to know because this is a horrific program, and you already believe they, you know, looking at him, whatever. So he needs to see that there's a way out. Because yeah. if it goes to the next generation, girl, you want him anoint his children. You need to pass that down. You know, let's walk with coverage and authority. In the name of Jesus. My mother used to kiss us on that forehead and put that olive oil in the name of Jesus. Put that cross on our forehead. Yes, we did walk in that classroom, big old shiny cross. <laughs> that devil had to leave us alone. Yeah. 
You know, your kids need to see that because they want to leave people out here empty, girl. When they come after people, they want people trying to fight this thing on the earthly realm. You beat them go crazy. And we have the Bible. That's what we just read about with with Dr. King. Dr. King was like, Lord, they bombed my front door, you know. That's what Cindy Trim just read. That's what I just read about. It got to a point that he was like, you know, Lord, have mercy. Where do I go? But if he didn't know the word of God, you know, he would have been probably. Yeah, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. They bombed his front door. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what I just read. He said, I did not start this boycott. I was asked by you to serve as your spokesman. I want it known the length and breadth of this land that if I am if that if I am stopped this movement will not stop. If I'm stopped, our work will not stop. For what we are doing is right and what we are doing is just is just. And God is with us. Right, so it said, had Dr. King not heard those words in his kitchen a few nights earlier, would things have gone differently when his home was attacked? The fight of that civil rights leader might have ended that night instead of years later as the battle was nearly won. Had he not heard those words in prayer that night, who knows how different our world might be today? What words should you be hearing from God to change your world, your nation, your city? How much are you willing to lay on the line that God's kingdom might be manifest in the midst? It is one thing to preach the gospel in our congregation and see people come to know Jesus, but it's another thing to bring salvation in its every aspect to our neighborhoods and community. To truly establish the kingdom of God on the earth, it is likely to take concentrated lifetimes. However, if we apply the diligence of Wilberforce or Dr. King, God will let us see. God will let us see victories, major victories in our lifetimes. Are we willing to pay the price in time spent in prayer to see these things happen? Will we do today what is necessary for our children to live in a better tomorrow? Mm-mm-mm. Will we do today what is necessary for our children to live a better tomorrow? And all she's referring to is prayer. Now you know. Now you know that you know that you know. Well, I just give all the honor and praise to prayer. We thank you all for another day that you Amen. Amen. All right, darlings. I know everybody got a word.